Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, August 19, 2023. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the Key Races and Bets blog, the written version, is brought to you by AmWager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website. AmWager.com has some great betting tools and perks for the better and is legal for residents of most states in the U.S. and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Check it out at AmWager.com where you can get the key races and bet blog by clicking on How to Bet and Stars blog. We're going to start this Saturday, August 19th, key races and bets with the Lake Placid Stakes. This is race 7 at Saratoga with a 426 post time. Chris Brown is loaded Chad Brown, I should say, of course, is loaded with four of eight in the main body of the race, but none have the positional advantage of Brad Cox's Heavenly Sunday on the rail. Never off the board in six races, all on grass. She ran the best race of her life last time she ran the distance on Derby Weekend, when victorious in the Edgewood Stakes in a field of 11. Taking control from the start, from the eight post, Heavenly Sunday ran steadily throughout, and the pace was not soft, but she still wouldn't let anyone else buy in the stretch. Last time out on July 1st, Heavenly Sunday led from the start, but got headed mid-race, and that was just enough for her to be a bit wanting late, so she fell half-length short of winning, even though she was still game in second. Today with the rail and Tyler Gaffalione, who wins 31% of the time he rides for Brad Cox, and with four straight works on the Saratoga turf pointing for this race, Heavenly Sunday is going to be very tough to catch and therefore to beat. If anyone can run Heavenly Sunday down to win, it's going to be a spray because that's what she did in the Hillstop Stakes on Preakness weekend when visually impressively rallying six paths wide from 8th to 4th to get the lead near the wire. That was the first time Flavian Pratt rode her. He rides again today as she drops in class from the tougher grade 1 and longer mile and a quarter Belmont Oaks. For bets in the Lake Placid Stakes, race 7 at Saratoga post 426 Eastern Saturday, August 19th, as I believe both Heavenly Sunday and Spray would win about two-thirds of the time. That makes them each about a 33% chance to win. I will consider win bets on either or both a 2-1 to one or more, absolutely. And if I do have considering win bets on both, as should you, this is a great race to take advantage of the mathematical edge provided by a dutching tool, which prorates wagers for the best value. There's a free dutching tool at amwager.com where you can set the amount you want to bet in total and the math is done for you to help you achieve the best edge. And it's just one of some many great tools and perks for the racing fan and better at amwager.com. For the exact, I want to play two. First is going to be a simple box of Heavenly Sunday and a Spray. And the second is going to be Heavenly Sunday and a Spray over Heavenly Sunday and a Spray. Also in second, Glorious Princess, Search Capacity and Prerequisite. That's Heavenly Sunday in a Spray over Heavenly Sunday in a Spray, plus Glorious Princess, Search Capacity, and Prerequisite. Moving on to the second race on this weekend's Key Races and Bets podcast. This is the King Edward Stakes. On the grass, race 9 at Woodbine, post 522. Treason makes his third start of 2023 and third following a seven-month layoff last November until June. He won the Eclipse Stakes on the main track at Woodbine on June 4th, a two-turn race at a mile and 16th without a sprint prep first. And it was a career-best effort with a strong 116 Echo Bay speed figure. One month later in the Dominion Day Stakes at a mile and eighth, Treason rallied from seventh in the nine-horse field and made the lead at the same mile and 16th point he had won previously 
only to be run down late by a horse named Tyson from the same barn of Josie Carroll and settled for second. Tyson came back to win the Seagram Cup stakes at the end of July, and other horses have come back out of the Dominion Day to run very well, including War Bomber, who runs in this race, who had finished fourth but improved for a runner-up effort in the Connaught Cup stakes on the turf July 23rd. Dominion Day 7th place finisher Duke of Love also improved to win the West Virginia Governor's stakes on August 6th, and that tabs the Dominion Day as a key, very productive race. Cutting back from a mile and an eighth to a mile, having won at the distance on turf in his debut, particularly since the one-mile trip on the E.P. Taylor Turf Course is a one-turn race, Treason could run as well as he did in the Eclipse Stakes, and that is good enough to win. Pau Alto gets the ground-saving rail as he ships up from trainer Grand Motion's headquarters in Maryland. After importing to North America last September, Pau Alto ran a big race similar to Treason's last effort as he rallied to lead in the Baltimore-Washington Turf Cup but then got past late and settled for second, but he did get a strong 112 Equibase speed figure. Powell also didn't run so well in four starts after that from last fall till January, but then he was given six months off and returned with a big effort to miss by a nose in the stakes at nine furlongs on the grass last month. Here in a 109 figure, and as improvement is expected second off the layoff, Powell also could be very competitive here. It must be noted that when trainer motion uses Woodbine-based jockey Rafael Hernandez it's with great success. They have a record of three wins in five seconds in 16 races the last two years, 50% first or second. Lucky score was just a head behind War Bomber when they were third and second respectively in the Connaught Cup stakes last month. That seven furlong race on this course, nearly identical to this one-turn, one-mile trip, and both can be expected to run well again. Although the 103 Equibase figures both horses earned in that race are much lower than the 116 Treason earned in June, and the 109 Palo Alto, Palo Alto earned in July. They both have run well enough to be competitive here, as War Bomber missed by a half-length last fall in the autumn stakes of the 112 figure, and Lucky Score ran faster with the 108 figure when individual stakes last September. It might also be noted that War Bomber changed tactics in the Connaught Cup at the same time he changed jockeys, as Rico Walcott rode for the first time, and that rally was big from 6th to 2nd, the last eighth of a mile. At seven furlongs, it might be just even better with an extra furlong to run. Lucky score rallied from ninth and was seven past wide on the far turn, and then won the Highlander at six furlongs on the turf just prior to that. For the King Edward Stakes, race nine at Woodbine on Saturday, August 19th, with a post of 522. As I think Treason is slightly more probable than the other contenders, I'm going to look at his odds first and bet him to win at five to two or higher near post time. Then among the other three, Palo Alto, Lucky Score, and War Bomber, I'm going to consider a second win bet on the one at the highest odds as long as it's 7-2 or more. And considering this is another race where there could be some great value of the win pools, using the advantage offered with the dutching tool at Amwager is definitely called for and something I'm going to do. For the exactas, exacta one is going to be a box of treason and Pau Alto. And the second exacta is going to be a four-horse box of treason, Pau Alto, War Bomber, and Lucky Score. Now we're going to go to the West Coast for the biggest race on the Del Mar card on Saturday the 19th of August, and this is the Del Mar Oaks, race 8. And this is 8.45 Eastern, 5.45 Pacific. Impact Warrior was making her U.S. debut and first start following two months off on July 29th in a race at a mile on turf at Del Mar. She won her debut last August on the grass in Ireland, then in her second start as a three-year-old in May, missed by head a one-mile race on a left-handed course like North American. She shipped into the top barn of Phil D'Amato in June, put in three workouts, 
the last of which was on the turf before that July 29th effort, and she was definitely ready to run and run well. She rallied from 6 of 12 in the early stages, missing the win by three-quarters of a length. As such, Impact Warrior absolutely fits with this group based on the 100 Echo Base speed figure earned in that effort as compared to the 99 figure and the set earned seven days earlier winning the local prep for this race, the San Clemente, and as said, it's going to be much lower odds. With Jackie Kent DeSormo riding Impact Warrior back after getting familiar with her last month and with the prospect for improvement second start at the Del Mar meeting, Impact Warrior is my top pick to win this year's Del Mar Oaks. Anna Set makes her third start since coming back to coming to the U.S. between December of last year and this past March. She's run one more time locally as compared to Impact Warrior, and that experience may give her an edge. And she's likely to go to but she's likely to go to post at lower odds based on her strong win in the San Clemente last month. In both of her local starts, Anna Set rallied powerfully, and from far back, first from last of twelve to win by three quarters in her U.S. debut in May then from 10th of 14 in the San Clemente, before powering off by a couple lengths. Going from a 92 figure in that debut to a 99 last out, Anaset certainly has what it takes to continue improving when her second grade stakes on the grass in a row. Infinite Diamond will likely come under the radar of most betters, and that's one reason to really like her, just as she was when set to post at 70-1 to 1 last month in the lounge race at Del Mar on the grass. That was an interesting placement for the filly that had previously run in Florida. In wondering why trainer Patrick Biancone shipped the filly to California and put her on turf where she'd never raced before, it appears he had this race in mind. Because that was a nine furlong race on the grass just like this. Although fourth in that race one month ago, Infant Diamond earned a decent 95 figure which can be improved upon in her second local start and second on the grass. Additionally, she had some traffic trouble as her path was taken early in the stretch, but when clear... Although the cause was lost, she closed willingly and was just a nose from third-place finisher. It's a good sign Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith takes over, and with a better trip and experience over the course, there's potential for Infinite Diamond to run better than her high odds suggest she will. Honorable mention goes to a trio of fillies in Be Your Best Window Shopping and Ruby Nell. Be Your Best ships in from New York off a ninth-place effort, but in the mile and a quarter and tougher, higher-level higher level grade one Belmont Oaks Invitational. She proved competitive at this distance right before that with a 95-figure effort missing by a neck in the Wonder Against Stakes, and if she could return to that kind of form, she could have a say in the outcome. Window Shopping and Ruby Nell both come from the top barn of Hall of Fame trainer Dick Mandela, and both enter off wins. Window Shopping won the summertime Oaks on dirt with a 91-figure when last seen in June, and two prior to that won by 16 with a 97-figure, which be, could be competitive here for Peterson if she takes to the grass. Ruby Nell was a perfect two-for-two two on turf with a win in May with an 88-figure and a win last month at Del Mar with a 94-figure. The same day, Anaset won the San Clemente with a 99-figure, making her second start following two months off. Ruby Nell has room to approve to the level needed to be competitive here. In the Del Mar Oaks, race 8 at Del Mar, post-time 8.45, Saturday, August 19th, Impact Warriors, or to be first at 5-2 or better for a win bet, but Infinite Diamond can be also win bet four to one or more. And a set really doesn't have fair odds for win bet, probably two to one, but she's gonna be that or lower because she was the two to one favorite winning the San Clemente. So I'll gladly bet both Impact Warrior and Infinite Diamond at those odds of five to two or four to one or better, and use Dutchy Tool and Amwager to help me make the best profit. For the exactas, I want to play a box of Impact Warrior and a set and Infinite Diamond, and then I want to play a second exacta of Impact Warrior and a set and Infinite Diamond over 
Impact Warrior and a set Infinite Diamond Window Shopping Ruby Nail and Be Your Best. We're just adding Window Shopping Ruby Nail and Be Your Best in second with the same three horses Impact Warrior and a set Infinite Diamond in first and second. Don't forget if you want the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, that's called the Key Races and Bets blog. It's available free at amwager.com, A M W A G E R.com. Just click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, look around. You'll be happy you did. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.